Hello guys, before I start today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to a couple of our sponsors. The first one being Gorilla Graphics Design Agency. If you want to plan your next video or project, these are the guys that can provide you with a clean and fresh looking product. Having personally collaborated with them several times, I can say from experience they know their shit, and working with them has been worth every fucking penny. Uh... Yeah, these guys, they helped me on a Tinder project. Uh, I've had their CEO, Jaden, on the podcast several times. Uh, really, I, he just, I think I just saw him doing uh, some photo shoots and stuff recently. So they're constantly working. Uh, so yeah, you definitely want to hit these guys up. They have everything you can ask for with professional equipment and a stellar end product from top to bottom. Head over to GorillaGraphics.com for all your design needs today. That's G-U-E-R-R-I-L-L-A-G-R-F-X.com. I want to mention one more sponsor of the show, which is Stutterbox Productions. If you're looking for a solid team of people to get you started with your next gig or event, this is the company to contact. They're actually bringing back Field Trip September 16th and 17th of this year and have plenty more shows lined up. You might even see me there. Um, And these guys, they do everything. They do the hip-hop showcase, um, constantly doing shows. These are the guys to hit up. So what are you waiting for? Head over to Stutterbox Productions' Facebook page for all of your needs today. One more thing before the episode. I want to give a plug for our guest's hot new project, Rarity by Rare Doozy. This is heavy collabs across the board, and it's truly one of the best and most concise albums I've heard about Des Moines. It might even be album of the year so far. Here's a quick snippet from his song, Pray, out on all platforms. What's up, everybody? You're watching slash listening to the McAllister Hours. I'm your host, Cole McAllister. We're joined today by returning guest, Rare Doozy, um, off his hot new album, Rarity. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. Living life. Yeah, living life, killing it. Um, I, I'll i just say right off the bat, um, your fucking project, I fucking love it, man. I was jamming man. it to today on, my, on the way to my appointments and lunch and all that. Um, re- you really, like... Uh, capture what i've wanted from the des moines scene for a long time which is heavy collaborations oh, yeah. like every track you can tell that you got other local people like mm-hmm. that are on it on top of it um what what was the process for bringing all this together because that's quite a it's quite a challenge to like you know just in the the little bit of rap i've done i can even testament that like how challenging it is to really get you know all these different people coordinated on this stuff like how did you manage to do that i think well, the original idea of the project came from how I feel like I can switch up styles and hop on different types of songs mm-hmm. and like uh, like adjust to stuff, really. And so I wanted to bring on some random people who like I've never collaborated with on songs or stuff like that. Um, and I feel like the people who I had hop on there, like they're really good friends to me. So I'm just like, like they were they were cool with it when I brought up the whole concept of the album and then i presented like songs to each person like this is what we're gonna work on and i think like it was just like uh, immediate like they were down for it i don't know i feel like they just 
they believed in it. So, I, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I appreciate everybody who hopped on there. Yeah, yeah. So, so what was the concept then in, in your words? Like, what would you say? Yeah, so rare, Rarity, um, I don't know if you've seen like the, originally it's called Rarity of, the whole name is Rarity of His Kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just shortened it to Rarity. Okay. Um, but it's like, um, if you've seen like the album cover, um, I had that made by uh, my guy Eric Bishop in uh, Canada. Actually. Yeah, iconic. By the way, I oh, fucking he is. I love it, bro. He he's crazy with it, man. Uh, but uh, so like, there's like a guy in a hazmat suit, big giant. Mm-hmm. Then there's like a water looking figure, but it looks like a human. So, and then like, if you look, like there's grass growing under the human mm-hmm. figure, whatever, and it's dead everywhere else. So it's like the person, like the giant, seeing something it's never seen before. Like a so that's a rarity, um, and it's like uh, like like I said, like it's it's more about me challenging myself to jump out of my comfort zone and hop on to different songs I would never I would normally do, and that's that was the whole concept of the album. That was pretty much it, man. That's fucking awesome. So so what would you say is like your your inspiration, like in terms of like, like what kind of artists were you listening to around that time? Because like I, I picked up a lot of like East Coast vibes, kind of a combination of like East Coast and like more so like the Juice World type uh-huh. of like you know sing songy trappy. Yeah, so um, it, like yeah, there was like some mainstream. I mean, I'm constantly listening to like, I listen to, like J Cole and Kendrick yeah, and people yeah. like that. Um. Yeah, and that new album, what, by the way. Whoo. Oh, man. That's going to be awesome. Man, I'm excited. Sorry, yeah, continue. No, no, it's fine. We need to shout that out. But, uh, no, definitely. Uh, I feel like, then again, I was, like, around, like, um, those people who hopped on the album as well. So, like, not only was it my only influences, but I feel like their influences, and I'm seeing them do their thing. So, I'm, like, hearing them constantly. Like, uh, Loco Buki, who does mm-hmm. his, like... Uh, he does auto-tune a lot and stuff like that. That's where you pull, like, the juice and, like, the Uzi, all them. Like, it's... And I felt... Like, he just has, like, a, a good voice for, like, mm-hmm. to make certain things come together. Like, the pitches that he can do with that and, like, how he his mixing and all that is you know, top tier. So, yeah, but... Yeah, I think, uh, I think it was a little bit of everybody's influences that went into it. I really do. I don't feel like it was just mine alone. So yeah, yeah. I could I could sense the loco. I could sense the the dirt dirt lord. Yeah, yeah uh, a lot a lot of good collabs, man. You really and it's you know it's like I was saying before, repeating myself. Um, but like in like I feel like that is kind of the struggle with a lot of artists in Iowa and Des Moines, especially is like uh, people are really individualists. Hmm. You know, like they they really they really have their vision and like that's it for them and that's fine i'm not even trashing that but like i it's it's nice to see someone like really realize the potential of des moines because like i mean seriously if you guys haven't listened to this go check this out uh rarity by rare doozy like it really is like a solid banger like from beginning to end every track is like you're fucking bumping with it and then you throw you 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 know you throw in the little interludes with the voicemails and that gives (laughs) it kind of that like gritty hip-hop vibe that i always like you know um yeah man you really you really killed it i appreciate that so good job no yeah i'm i'm proud that was actually my first album ever really really yeah have so. you done had you done mixtapes or anything Nothing. previously I've damn just been dropping singles wow wow yeah, so, so I'm, i know you want to be big like bigger yeah yeah for sure well and um you've been it looks like you've been killing it 
on like iTunes and uh, you know Spotify. I think you've already hit a K on listens, right? Uh, Apple Music, I hit uh, 1.5. Damn, yeah, damn. I dropped that April 15th. So yeah, Fuck, dude. Yeah, it's so awesome. It's doing pretty good, man. I got a lot of uh, support, man. Uh, Minneapolis, actually. Mm. Minneapolis is like my top listeners right now. Damn, damn. Have you have you done shows out there? Never. Damn. I don't know who. I don't know who's (laughs) who's plugging me in over there. But thank you. That's legit, man. You know, that's kind of the weird thing about the internet putting your music out there in that Mm -hmm. format is like, like, and I feel like I've had a lot of pull in Omaha. Yeah. Just kind of odd, like, uh, you know, not not like my pulls anything compared Mm -hmm. to yours, but uh, you know, music wise, but uh, but yeah, man, it's really fucking awesome to see what you're doing. Um. You were also talking, you're doing like a lot of, you know, you've been doing a lot of performances. I just saw you perform, I think, like four or five months ago, something like that. Probably one of the last showcases I was at. The showcase, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and you're still doing those pretty uh, pretty consistently? Or? No, I haven't done a showcase in a while. Okay. But, um, yeah, they're, they're rotating through a lot of people right now. But um, they have a, um, yeah, yeah, Lo, uh, Lolo, he's doing real good at um, mm-hmm. trying to open up the door for new people. Yeah, and, like, the, it's a lot of their, a lot of those people, it's their first performance. So, like, I'm cool with sidelining it, man. Like, I'm, you know, I'm doing yeah. shows at lefties and stuff, so I'm just, I'm, yeah, like, exactly. and, uh, yeah, no, but I don't, I don't know if Lolo's talked about this yet, but he's doing a, a showcase that I'm going to be on coming up it's a big showcase so okay in july fuck yeah fuck so, yeah i'll be tuning for that oh man yeah, yeah i just uh i just switched jobs and i finally have uh nights and weekends off Ooh. so i'm gonna be pulling out Ooh, that shows, out see man. you guys more shows galore fuck yeah, yeah fuck yeah but you um i think you were just recent what was it was it omaha or where were you guys just at me and me and dirt lord yeah that we was really cool omaha to see ticket, yeah. yeah so how, how many how many shows would you say you've done in the last uh I don't know, since like the beginning of the year. Because you've done quite a few just in that. Oh, man. At least, what is it? It's like, uh, it's May now. Probably, it's probably close to 20. I'm not going to lie. It might be 20-something. Damn. Close to 20 or 20-something. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I I save all my flyers, though. And I plan on like doing like canvas things in my room. Oh, with the that's flyer, awesome! So. That's awesome. Mm. So, uh, so that's basically like a show weekend, at least, probably, right? Ish? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it's like one weekend and the next weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I really try not to do the. Uh, I don't want to do every weekend because, like, you like want to let it build up again, and then like, oh yay! But I see, I see. I mean, just I'm lucky that people still show out, even if it's the next week and like people still come to the shows so yeah well and you know that's another thing that really i think puts you at a certain standard you know in turn you know above other rappers is like you really bring it live like you you know uh i think there are a lot of people who sound better behind the mic and then when it comes to live maybe they fall fall short myself included uh, <laughs> but uh but you know like you really do bring it every time like uh yeah, I, I appreciate the artists that like when you hear them on a record, like when you go see it live, you're expecting it not only to be the quality of the record, but you know beyond the quality of the record. Yeah. And you, you come through with that, man. People so. paying to get in your show, man. Exactly. A show that you're on, you gotta, you gotta give it to them, man. Fuck you yeah. gotta be exhausted at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet you are, man. Oh, like, uh, it beats me up, man, every time. So uh, when you're at the show, are you like, are, do you really mingle with everyone? Or you kind of hang out by yourself, like kind of mentally prepare? What's no, your, I'm what's social, your vibe? man. I'm a okay. social person, man. I'll, okay, that's awesome. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously I talk to the people I know first, 
But then, like, you'll have a couple people coming up that, like, you don't know. So I meet new people, and then that's, like, before I even go on. And then yeah. after I get off, then people, a lot of people have conversations with me. You know, you get your um, compliments and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Th- that's always the part I struggle with uh, when I'm rapping is, like, <laughs> like mingling. Because, like, I, I'm very, like, in my zone. I like to go up and perform, and yeah. then I kind of like to leave after. Like, I, I don't know. I don't remember who it was, but I saw somebody post on Facebook, like, the motherfucker who performs and leaves. We we, we take note. I'm like, God Man. damn it. <laughs> Man. Are you just, like, focused on your performance or what? Yeah, it's a combination of that. And, like, I'm just also a very, you know, socially anxious awkward person also i think just like you know doing this doing the podcast for two years i've you know said plenty of things that you know upset people so uh you know and not like i'm like afraid of them or anything but like when i avoiding conflict what was it avoiding conflict exactly 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 well and you know you know i can go into a place and kind of feel out you know and, and you know i'm not even saying that like i i get like a vibe that everybody is like mm. oh fuck coleman but, yeah. like, but you know yeah well, there's, here. <laughs> exactly exactly but if there's enough people that are uh you know on that vibe then i just like all right like i'm gonna you know i'm gonna go home and do my own thing i'm here to you know i'm here i'm here to give my art and that's just how i look at it but um with this podcast i'm planning on doing a lot more like um kind of like more on the sidelines for the um the hip-hop showcases like uh i think the next one i've been talking to low i think we're gonna be doing like an interview type style thing uh for the people performing beforehand just like just do like a quick like five ten minutes that'd be cool each person or whatever so i'm gonna be you know i still want to be involved you're gonna do like a video prior to the show yeah yeah get to know the artist that's cool yeah i love it it. exactly and you know i uh, we were talking about this on the last podcast we just did with uh running back drill like it's important to be able to re- uh, realize your talents and utilize what actually works. Mm-hmm. And I just, for me personally, the podcast has just worked out a lot better for me than mm-hmm. my rapping. So it just makes more sense for me to focus on that. You're solid on your podcast. Thank you, man. Like, Thank like you. You uh, you ask good questions. I feel like it's like <laughs> you ask questions that make people want to answer, like with a good, elaborate answer. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. You, Nah, and then like yeah, and then like sound everything that goes in a podcast as well. Like how you sound talking, you know. Mm. I feel like you present yourself well through the mic. So thank you, I appreciate it. that. People have always told me I have like a radio podcast. You do, voice. yeah, you do, yeah. I could hear it. Like it sounds like something my girl would watch a hour YouTube video on about mm. like murder mysteries and whatever. Like they. Do you Man. think you girls watch me podcasts? Does that make you jealous? <laughs> She's late night Ooh, rolled over in Coleman. the bed. Late night. Just... I love this Coleman Man. voice. <laughs> That's funny, <man. laughs> Bro. She's sneak watching the podcast, man. She's watching I'm right now. Like, 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 <laughs> like, fuck this guy. What the fuck, man? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of asking questions, let me let me let let's deviate a little bit. Let me ask you this: What do you think about the whole uh, Elon Musk acquiring Twitter? Twitter? Yeah, what are your thoughts on that? What was that? It was a power move. Okay, like it was like a yeah. It was just kind of like a. I mean, it's Elon Musk. Like he's just a he's a straight businessman. That was just literally a power. I don't think I don't really feel like it was like a. I don't feel like it was like a um, what's it called. Like, I don't know. I feel like it was, like, 
he saw something and he's gonna make some money off of it. I don't feel like it was like some intricate. He's yeah. trying to do something with it. Like, I see. He wasn't trying. Like, yes, Tesla. <laughs> like, yeah. He's not worried about. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he's not trying to do it for some like uh, big social cause in your mind. Like, it's just no. it's just more of like a financial. I I think people bo- are on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. He's exactly. gonna make money off Twitter. So exactly, exactly. Ads, everything like that goes into it. He gets paid. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of an interesting thing about Twitter, though, is I think he's actually, I mean, we'll see if it actually happens, but I think he's actually suggested that they're going to take off ads. Beautiful. He should buy Facebook, too. <laughs> <laughs> man, I'm trying to watch some videos, man, and it's like 15 seconds, 15 seconds. Like, all this time is adding up, man. Yeah, no, I think I think I saw something where it said that, like, he, uh, he tried to bar- buy partial or something like that. I think he tried to buy partial of Twitter. Like a share, oh, and then, oh, and yeah. Then they, uh, so they denied him. They did well. They didn't deny him. They just said that he wouldn't be able to tell them what to do. Mm. He would just make some money off of it. So I think that he went yeah. and bought the whole thing for what was it forty seven billion? Forty four billion. Yeah. So so essentially, from my understanding, what's happened is he initially bought part of the company, and then I think he, I it didn't come through. And then uh, at the very last minute, he made them offer forty four billion, and they took it. Um, a, a lot. Well, yeah, a lot. Of, the speculation is that uh, Twitter's um, it was de- he because he announced the sale like days before uh, Twitter's annual reportings were going to come through. Mm-hmm. So the speculation is that they, you know, he called their bluff essentially. He's like, your company's not worth as much as you're saying it is. <laughs> I'll give you, I'll give you this amount of money, and they took it. Power move. Exactly. You're exactly. calling people's bluffs and stuff with forty with forty four billion. Like that's like a power boom, man. No, that's crazy. Yeah. That's wild. It is interesting though. Trump's already back on. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> that's great. Beautiful. Man. Yeah. I touch I touch myself to t- Trump's tweets. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> No, I oh. I do think it's funny seeing people uh, flip the fuck out over it. Donnie though. Trump, yeah, good old <laughs> good old Donnie. He fucking, I, I don't know, I don't know how anybody takes him seriously, man. I just can't. Yeah, I well, can't take him seriously, man. Well, yeah, and especially at this stage of the game, you know, because I can imagine. Uh, it, People are gonna hate me for saying this, but back in 2016, when I was young and dumb, I actually did vote for Donald Trump. Did you? The first time, yeah, not the second time because <laughs> you know, I, honestly, I regretted it probably within like the first week of him being in office. Uh, he definitely came out the gate on fire. He yeah. was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna say a lot of shit now." Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't even that. Like he, I feel like a lot of the stuff that he said he was gonna do, he just did. I mean, he did the same thing as every president. That's like every he just day. didn't come. He didn't come through. Yeah, no, I don't. You know? I personally don't vote because mm, I, I just like. <laughs> Like, yeah, and then you got the people who's like, well, if you want to change, you got to vote for it. No, like, mm. nah. the change is the fact that every single president you vote for is going to say some shit, and then it's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's why I uh, am libertarian. Um, okay. So, I mean, because I, I don't support the binary mm-hmm. uh, Republican-Democrat. Uh, I just think it's very limiting. You're not a binary donkey to- or an elephant? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I've never even looked into that. I don't know. No, why. I'm I'm the hippie in the corner smoking a joint, fucking uh, holding hey, up man, his middle I'm, finger. I'm That's just drunk somewhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, honestly, I mean, you talked about like anxiety at shows and stuff like that, man. Yeah, yeah. Like I get anxiety in public, man, and like at shows, man, I'm drinking. Like 
Mm. Not a lot. Like, I'm not, like, abusing alcohol, but, like, I get, like, a few Coronas in me, man, and I'm, like, buzzing. And then I'll be like, okay, I'm cool now. Yeah, I have that problem, like, in any social environment. Mm-hmm. I was at I was at my uh, sister's, like, wedding reception, like, a month ago. Yeah. And I got way too shit-faced at that fucking thing. Because it was just, like, it, it, there was... sitting there. Yeah, well, it, it was, like, an event where, like, I basically everyone I had ever known in my life was there mm-hmm. at, at this one really? night. Okay. Yeah, it was, it, and so that was a lot to handle itself. And I hadn't seen these people, you know, since pre-COVID, a lot of them. I hate the, those conversations, man. Yeah. I don't like catching people up in my life. I really don't. Yeah, I really don't. I haven't talked to you in a while, man, and then, like, you come out of, like, a family event like that, like, mm-hmm. that's when I get, like, real, like, awkward. I'm like... I'm not going to fucking go over everything that happened, man. Because some of it was bad, and I really don't want really to relive that right now. Uh, right? With, my, with, like, a second aunt or some shit like that. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like 85% of my life, I just I can't talk to my relatives about. No. Like, hey, I do a podcast that you don't want to listen to. I do music that you don't want to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> man, yeah. At all, man. I was actually surprised at some of my family that actually listens to my music. Because, like, like my grandma, for instance, on my mom's side, she's, like, heavy churchgoer, stuff like mm. that. And, like, I cuss. I'm just, I feel like I get, like, my point across when I'm cussing. Yeah. And so, like, and, like, obviously, like, I'm saying the N-word and stuff like that. But it's, like, like, she, like, will recite some stuff to me. She, like, actually, <laughs> like, not the cuss words, but, like, she'll blank it out. But, like, she listened to it. I don't have censor versions. So I appreciate it. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Damn. But some of them are just like, they avoid it. You can tell they avoid it. They don't talk to me about music. Yeah. Uh, well, a lot of my music is very uh, critical of uh, religion and uh, oh, no, you definitely Yeah, you, 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 you push the envelope <laughs> with your stuff. You talk. I, I've, bro, I'm, I'm like a student to like the local scene, man. I listen. I listen to a lot of people. A lot of people I haven't even talked to, like they wouldn't even know that I'd be listening to their music. Mm. But I'll... If you post something and I saw it and I don't even talk to you, like I'll click it or whatever and check it out. But wow, yeah, no, I check out people, man. You know that's really cool and humbling about you too. Is like I don't think a lot. I don't think a lot of people do that, frankly. Like a lot of people that come on the show, you know. It's I don't know how you think you're gonna. Like I don't know, man. You build those relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Then once you build those relationships, then people are like, "Oh, okay. Well, now you have a show coming up. I'm gonna come to your show." That's another extra body just from you being genuine and chopped, like just easily listening to a song when you're going to be listening to some other song. Like it's, and this is local, this is somebody around you. So it's like, uh, then they'll be like, oh yeah, well now he has merch out. Now he has blah, blah, blah. So you're catching support by being supportive. Hmm. That is going to grow you. Like that's going to grow you, man. I don't, I don't know why people are so like to themselves. It's like. It's I get, like, anxiety and, like, that type of stuff, but, like, like thinking, like, I'm better than everybody, and then you decide to push everybody away from you, and I'm going to do it by myself, and, I mean, all luck to you, man. I hope I hope that you get somewhere with that, but I don't see it, man. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen growth from, from being supportive, so I don't know, man. Yeah, I agree. I think it's like I said before, I think there are people that, out here they're really egotistical and they think that you know what they're doing is the best you know and uh you know it is like i said it's really humbling to and it's also really smart to be listening to local people and like getting a sense of what what the scene is like because if you want to really succeed in a scene you have to understand what you're going into Mm -hmm. you know you can't like 
you can't go into a scene having your own completely different style and just like expect people to you know latch onto it and like you know going back to like the people with anxiety like you, you know like in that if you are like a really anxious person Mm-hmm. like you're probably not going to be the best i mean that's just mm-hmm. that's just how it comes down to it like yes there are people who you know are anxious people but they're still confident about their you know confident about their music like mm-hmm. if somebody like i think it's really in- insane for people to go into a scene and be like hey I, like i'm so anxious and like i can't do all these things but i'm also the best artist like it's it mm-hmm. just it's not it's not reality like my personal struggle with like being able to you know do live shows and that like i wouldn't go in saying that i'm the best because that's insane right you know yeah I, I don't know i wouldn't even like i don't i feel like you have to get to a certain level mm. before you say i'm the best at something like even yeah. locally like, even look <laughs> like like i never have once said i'm the best locally i don't do that we don't no well, i'm confident in my craft and i love what i do and i i love my music that's yeah that's i'm cool with my music man and then I let other people talk how they want to talk or whatever. Like, it's, but like Des Moines has honestly been like real positive about it. So yeah, like, I don't. I don't run into those people who are like, "That's good. I'm gonna do That's it by myself." Yeah, you know. Like, well, it's constantly changing too. I mean, I think even in the span that we've done the podcast, the scene has grown and changed so much. It's gone through so many different, you know, modes. To come together. Yeah, exactly. It is well, it's, and your album is a you know, is a, like I said, it's a big testament to that. You know, no, I appreciate that. You know, it's. Yeah, man, that, um, I wanted to get that out, and, like, I had just been around those people, man, and I was just like, all right, let me, like, I, I had the, because, con- like, I mean, doozy, doozy means rarity of its kind. Mm. That's a doozy definition. actually means that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know kind. that. That's huh. the definition of it. So, originally, my name, doozy, but then, like, um, for, like, because there's, like, a couple of bands and shit named doozy, so I'm like, rare doozy, okay. So rare doozy. There's nobody named rare doozy besides me. So and I looked it up and stuff like that. But yeah, so it means rarity of its kind. So then name the album that, and then uh, I don't know. That just all wrapped. The name just pushed a good concept out. I don't know. I feel like I feel like it just started started growing and like snowballing into some good stuff. And then I mean, like I said, everybody else on the album, they came through and did what what they were supposed to do. And I feel like they made they made those songs that they were on sound just better mm. than I would have been able to do by myself. So I appreciate that. Yeah, well, and like you could very distinctly tell who. I mean, I guess maybe you, you have to be a little knowledgeable in the scene, but like if 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 you are, I mean, you can very distinctly tell who is who. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can tell that like the the style of the song was influenced by that as well. Yeah, we're all different people and different artists. That's the crazy part. Mm-hmm. Like me to Kyler Tobias, me to Loco Buki, Dirt Lord, T.O.T. T.O.T. I've actually known since uh, ninth grade. Mm. Like we started rapping in ninth grade, and it was it was bad. But back then, it was bad. It did not sound good. But you got to push out the bad stuff to get to the good stuff, man. Exactly. Every, everyone starts out bad. That's it. Every single no one. Kendrick Lamar started out bad. Nobody just comes out killing it. <laughs> I, I promise. No, I think it's more. I think it's more so a question of when, because I mean, I think the people who are truly great at something, it's because they start when they're you know that high. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, like I said. I mean, I think I said in the last uh, interview that uh, I started in like middle school, 
that's when I actually started writing like raps. Damn. In middle school, and then yeah, but it was pretty much trash through like I don't even know how long, man. It was a it was some years, and then it was trash, and then I I don't know when it spun around and like I made some decent songs and it started sounding. I think it was when I started being like I think when I first started writing and stuff, like I was just rapping random, like just shit that I thought sounded cool a lot. Like it was just like. Oh well, this rhyme scheme, and if I'm like, you know, it was like, mm. like a, like a Slim Shady type. Like it was like, I'm just trying to stretch out this rhyme scheme, and like, but it just started sounding bad, man. And then once I started like making songs like Dreams and Don't Know and like stuff mm-hmm. about my actual life, people were like, okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I it, so like kind of like imitating in a way, yeah. Just to kind of no, like find your, and I think everybody does that. Yeah, they, imi- exactly. they imitate their idols. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah, Hunter S. Thompson used to—I don't remember what the author he was. It might be—it might have been Ernest Hemingway. Um, he used to Hunter S. Thompson's a journalist. He used to uh, like retype um, other people's stuff, mm-hmm. like just to like get like a flow of his own. Like that's how he started. Like he the would, writing style. Yeah, exactly. Like he no, would just like take a book and he would just literally copy it. That's work. That was like yeah, exactly. Well, and yeah. And like when you're doing it, it sounds insane, but that that's the kind of shit that really pays off. Then you retain the information, man, and then that's how you start. It's like you're taking originally this little pod, which is like your main people who you looked up to, right? Mm-hmm. As far as I'm talking about music, yeah, yeah. You, these people you looked up to, and then slowly, like you start pushing other stuff into this ball, and then it there's parts of you that life that happens, and it all. And now this big ball. Now that just at the center, there's your idols. But, like, everything built around that is you, man. That's just the crazy part. It's, like, so that means, like, the vast majority is you, but, like, you came from there, but now you built your own, you know, style or, you know, uh, your way of doing it just off of that little stuff, man. I That's how I look at it. I'm always paying respect to the people who I grew up listening to. So, yeah, they made me how, how I rap today and how I do things today, man. I appreciate it. Fuck yeah. Who who are some of the people that like you you grew up with to they pull influence from? Uh obviously it's gonna sound basic because everybody names people like this, but like uh originally like, when I was a kid kid, like um, my dad and uncles and stuff, like they used to make music. Mm. But they were like listen so like I used to listen to, like some of their stuff, but uh What kind of music? It was rap. It was rap. It was okay. rap music. Cool. That's tight. They're from uh South Side Chicago, so they were doing okay. like the fast okay. rap. Ooh. Like when Twista was out and all that, like they were doing, like yeah, I I call them the, uh, like the Chicago Bone Thugs. Like that's <laughs> how they rapped. But uh, like I listen to Pac, DMX, Biggie, obviously, um, and like uh, that's like the older people and stuff like that. And then I also like started growing up and I started listening to like um, Hobson, mm. uh, uh, what's it called? I forget his name. I don't know. Now I forget his name. Must not have been that great. No, no. Yeah, he wasn't. No, he was horrible. No, was <laughs> no but uh, yeah, like Hobson, uh, Dizzy Wright. Mm, um, fuck yeah. I opened for Dizzy Wright this month. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of probably just brushed that topic. But uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, no, pretty much just, yeah, Funk Volume. I was listening to Eminem and Yellow Wolf, Ritz, Tech 9 people like that. Like, I just liked, like, and then, like, once I started thinking about, like, labels and stuff like that, like, I thought it was cool that M made shady records. I thought it was cool that Tech 9 had strange music. Like, I just liked that they were running this whole thing, and they had a bunch of people that were just 
nasty at what they do. So, yeah, it was, yeah, those are some of the people I look up to. There's a longer list, but I just <laughs> we don't have that much. We don't have that much time for <laughs> that many names. That's awesome, man. Uh, and you know, like we you know keep talking about. I think you know when when you look up to artists that do that, like do their kind of their own thing. Like Dre is a good example. Like constantly innovating and making his own shit. Kanye, yeah, Kanye. Kanye. Fan. I'm a big Kanye fan, man. Fuck yeah. What do you wait? Sorry, not to deviate, but what do you think about this whole everything with Kim and? Uh, I I'm not gonna lie to you, man. And this is where I probably get canceled. No. <laughs> You are in the McAllister hours, hey, so it's man, a perfect it's place a to do it. Perfect place. Man. <laughs> I agree. I agree a hundred percent with Kanye. Damn, I'm damn. all for Kanye, man. I feel like even all like the doxing and like harassment type have you stuff. Se- have you seen how the Kardashians act? Well, yeah, that would drive no, me fucking cunts, crazy. Like- <laughs> that would drive me fucking crazy, man. I'd be like, fuck you too. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck you, fuck Pete. And I like, I think Pete's funny. I do think Pete's funny. But fuck Pete as a human, okay? Because Pete's like sending like pictures of him in Kim's bed to Kanye. Like, fuck you. Damn. I'm a Kanye fan. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm a Kanye fan, man. Up. Man, no. Kanye made college dropout, man. <laughs> he He's cleansed himself of everything that happens after that. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. But no, well, no. I, for that specific thing, man. And then I don't know if you've heard like the Kardashians' tones and shit. That'll get you annoying. How they talk? Oh, like how? Yeah, they're yeah. It's like just how they talk. Yeah, yeah it's like real fucking like plain. It's it's so irritating, bro. It's like fucking mayonnaise. It's like just, <laughs> they have mayonnaise tones. It's just nasty, bro. It's yeah. No, I I see where I people are looking at like the what's happening, but they don't think like what happened before that. Yeah, and yeah. how like Kim went and sent him Kanye the address to his kid's birthday and shit like that when they're having a birthday party for. Yeah, it. true, true. I'd have flipped out. Yeah, no. I'd have been the same way, man. I don't. I don't know if you believe in like a, what's it called, like zodiacs and shit like that. No, I, no. yeah, you don't. Okay, <laughs> I'm a Gemini and I relate to Kanye because he's a Gemini. Cool, <laughs> I get it. <coughs> I yeah. fully understand, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I and you probably disagree with this, but like personally, I mean, and Kanye is a great artist. Uh-huh. Like as a rapper, he's fantastic. But I mean, personally, I think they're all three just really shitty people. So <laughs> Kanye, Kim, and all Pete? Of them. yeah, yeah. Just all, yeah. I, so I, I don't really agree. like sympathize with any of them. But. I do agree with like when people get like that high, they start acting a certain way. Oh like, arrogance yeah, and like just. Well, Kanye was literally calling himself God for a minute. He was. You know what I mean? Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah. yeah, man. I uh, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he was like going off of like actual god or like just god of what he's doing Mm. which i don't i don't know i don't even Mm. know if that's like bad either way you do it i don't know but um it's like m doing rap god i think like that's how i thought about it but Mm. i mean his shoes look stupid (laughs) i support yay but like you when shoes like come on those are his divorce shoes. Bro, I, feel like those, I feel like those like sandals with the holes all in them and like like the fucking boots. I feel like that was just like a. I feel like it looks like troll shoes. Like he's trolling. Like he's like rich people are gonna buy these because they're name brand. That's what it looked like. Like honestly, no, no, no logical person's me. buying those. No one's buying those. Bro. I'm not. I wouldn't buy those if I had the money to buy them. Fucking fifteen hundred dollars sandals. I'll buy it. I'll buy a Honda. <laughs> I will buy a Honda, man. Did you vote for Kanye? <laughs> no, I don't think he should be the president. 
<laughs> I don't think he should be the president. I think I think it's going to be like a um I honestly think he's going to have like a lot of the same viewpoints as Trump. Yeah, yeah. He was definitely like wearing the Trump hat and shit like that. I feel like he's going to have the same viewpoints. Yeah. Just cuz it's I mean like the like the um I feel like the black community we still we still think of Kanye like college dropout, graduation, old school Kanye. But like I mean, you have to expect somebody to evolve, and he's evolved into different thoughts now. But mm-hmm. uh, that's why pe- some people were like, "Yeah, vote Kanye." But Kanye is not the same Kanye, bro. He's not gonna. No, no. If you're looking for fucking whatever you're like, whatever you're like reparations or whatever you look, Kanye is not gonna get those for you. I promise you, <laughs> Kanye is worried about Kanye is worried about getting rich, getting more rich. He's like a he's like a ten billionaire. Like it's like ten, like he has like worth ten billion or something. Yeah, like yeah, some ridiculous. Yeah, he's no, he's not worried about it. <laughs> I still yeah. support Kanye, like as far as like <laughs> certain shit, but yeah, no, not the shoes, not the presidency. Yeah, well, kind of speaking of like Trump shouldn't have been a president. He was just like not <laughs> built to be. Like I don't, it's people don't understand. You got to be like I don't know, man. I feel like we we nominate like old people to be president. Yeah. For young people who are getting, like, make the president, like, fucking 40. Yeah. 40 is cool. Like, well, that's kind of the problem, though, is like the people that are in power aren't young. They're old. Oh, yeah. So so they they, want somebody fucking. They want somebody to represent their ideas. Old leather skin. (laughs) (laughs) Might have a little bit of that. Yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, I think I might have. I think I might put a little too much syrup in yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> that first one was fine, but then it was like a little bitter. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, bro. Um, yeah, bro. I feel like, I mean, like, at a certain point, bro, old people die. So, <laughs> but hopefully their kids don't take over and it's like a whole fucking, like, uh, cult. You know yeah, right, right. Like they're raising their kids to take, assume the position of the government. Or, yeah well that's almost kind of people the whole- think a government like the people you see on tv I'm like, that's not the government bro the government are like old dudes who sit in like a fucking mansion and decide <laughs> yeah decide like like a move us like a chessboard yep. bro. the global elite yeah yep. it's, oh bro rasmussen's all them or not rasmussen's the uh rothschilds rothschild rothschilds yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Lolo's favorite. <laughs> that motherfucker you talking Bro, I'm telling you, bro. He talks about the Jews every fucking time he the comes Jews. On- Lolo, every time he comes on the podcast, he starts ranting about the Jews. No, I'm dead. like, Jesus Christ, dude. I mean people can people can look at it how you want, man. You can look at you can be like, No, the government's the fucking people you see like like the Senate like yeah, voting yeah. for shit on T V and whatever, but like no, bro. I'm telling you, it's not they're not going to show themselves like that. No. Well, and that's kind of like the hopeful thing, though. Like seeing that kind of establishment, like literally, it's just like it's older life. and older. Like, yeah, but like it, it's almost kind of hopeful in a way. Like I think because like our you know younger people, our generations were more awakened to that kind of bullshit than mm-hmm. previous generations. I think that's why you see less young young um, you know younger people going on that train. They're kind of doing their own thing. You the know, younger people nowadays are not afraid to challenge shit that was established exactly. previously like i said religion same difference mm-hmm. a lot more people nowadays are like you know i'm not going to fucking church every sunday i don't like i can't believe this i can't believe that i'm one of them like i'm not gonna lie to you bro i just yeah it's just the same thing bro you but like people who are religious i don't criticize you yeah, yeah. Bro. you want something to have faith in bro you want something to 
you want to think like, man, after I pass, I'm going to a good place. Like, and I get that. I understand. Yeah, you, sure. It's kind of like, it's like a, I think religion's like lottery. <laughs> it's the same difference, bro. Everybody's hoping their ticket's the right ticket. There's different styles of tickets, bro. It's yeah, that's good. But at the end of the day, man, one person's gonna be. Right. Y'all lose though. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wins. <laughs> uh no and this you know this is coming from me as an atheist like i i always say like you know christians say hate the sin at the sinner i always say you know hate the belief not the believer Mm -hmm. you know i have a lot more objection towards like churches and institutions that run religion than Mm -hmm. someone who is just a religious person they don't pay taxes (laughs) taxes or churches don't pay taxes bro that's something that's something that needs to be talked about yeah. That don't make sense to me. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. As a libertarian, I'm not a fan of taxes, but I will say there there is a lot of bias in uh in the fact that they don't get to I get taxes, taxes, bro, but I you know at a certain point you start thinking like this many taxes out of everybody, man? No. That's what we need to run everything? No. No, well and you know, that's kinda that was the really fucky thing about the stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. Is like you want to give motherfuckers a real stimulus check? How about no taxes this year? If you're really trying to help people, hey, you don't have to, like... We're not pulling from taxes. Exactly. Like, we already have billions of dollars in the bank. Like, we we do not need people to pay the 25% that is coming out of all this shit. That's beautiful. That would have been cool. I would have been cool with that. That would have actually helped people. I still use the stimuluses. (laughs) 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 You're going to give me something, bro. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Well, the sad thing about this... my bank account. Well, I'm supposed to just send it back. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's that's the sad thing about the stimuluses is, like, eventually we're all going to have to pay, like, five times what we got, Mm -hmm. you know, in taxes. Spend it now. <laughs> well, dude, I you mean, invest in the stocks or something. I don't fucking know what to tell you, man. I already spent mine. Well, that you know, that's what I did. A lot of the stimulus like went into the podcast. Yeah, honestly, like because I got a studio out of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for real? God damn, bro. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, I think that was you know, that's at least what they sold it to us as being is like like a stimulus check is meant to stimulate the economy. Yeah, in yeah. other words, like use that money while it still has value and put into something that has value versus like letting it sit and then eventually it's not going to have any value right. and they'd be like oh shit be like it, you know it's like bitcoin now versus what it was a year ago you it's like fuck to, it's not worth it you were supposed to get a return i think yeah, yeah and i think I, I have that problem too bro i fucking i should be i get like like the stimulus for instance if you get a lump sum of money you should really invest into something that has return a good return yeah i mean music technically has a return it's just a longer return Cause like I mean like I don't know as far as like if you're making money off of shows then you're good, mm, like yeah you're okay man because you recorded music you spent money on software whatever uh, and equipment but yeah if you just like took your fucking money and just like I don't even know like went on a vacation <laughs> I don't feel like that that's not a rich you don't get a return off of that yeah a big enough return like you'll get a little bit of happiness but then you come back. Yeah, I find vacation stressful. I think the bro. the best vacation is sitting on your ass for a week and doing nothing. Bro, and I and I'm I'm big on that too, man. I'm like, don't get me wrong. Like every once in a while, I'm talking like maybe once every two years. Yeah, I like yeah. we'll go out of state on vacation. That's when I'm not doing nothing. But I'm constantly like I do shows out of town and stuff. So I like soak that up. I'm like, oh, I've never been here. Like, mm, that's let me see some time. new. Let me eat something new. Like. There's just a little satisfaction that I get out of it, man. It's, you know, but yeah, as far as like every year, bro, you're going on a cruise. Like, why? I can't understand. You done that. already seen the ocean, though. 
<laughs> Three times. You're paying for the same cruise over and over again. Have you ever been on a cruise? No, but me my neither. mom wants me to go with <laughs> with the family. And I'm uh, like, mm. I can't be on a shaky boat like that. I, that would ruin got, it for me. Bro, I got a um, a four-year-old from my girl, who her previous relationship mm-hmm. is my son. Okay. Uh, and then I got a uh, about-to-be-nine-month-old daughter. Oh, okay? wow. Congratulations. Yeah, so I'm... I'm like not trying to bring kids on the cruise. <laughs> Bunch of crazy like, drunk people. I'm yeah. like, I love, I love my kids, bro. But it's fuck them kids as far as vacation. Bro. <laughs> as far as vacation, you can't. There's no way you're having fun, bro. Yeah, it's their vacation it's at a va- that point, bro. Yeah, like we can go to the fucking swimming pool for kids and stuff like that. You don't go yeah. on a cruise with kids. Yeah, my parents it was different though. For my parents, it was their vacation. Like fuck you, kids. We're <laughs> doing what? We my want. mom too. <laughs> My mom left us at home and went on cruise. So, so I think it's, I think it's super weird that she's suggesting I bring my kids. She's suggesting I bring my kids, but she left us. So that don't make no sense to me. She's older, so she has a change of heart. No, she's thinking you know? about grandkids now. And now she has the McDonald's money and all that other shit. That's that's how parents are, bro. Man. Yeah. Um, he's a piece of shit, but uh, Bill Cosby had a really, actually had a really good uh, bit about like. I'd get canceled real quick <laughs> if I said, go Bill. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's I, I, didn't think he, I didn't think it was that bad. It wasn't horrible. Oh, come <laughs> on. I mean, who hasn't put a little something in a drink? Come on. Come on, man. I'd, come on. I'd do it to myself. <laughs> We're fucking roofied right no. now. <laughs> Bro, bro. Um, but he did have a good bit about like how like parents are like fucking awful their kids and then when they're older they like are trying to make up they're like trying to rub it in their kids' face bro. further by like being super nice to their kid and then the parents just like fuck you like you're bro. such an asshole <laughs> bro and I just I just saw a post about something like that it was like uh, parents uh, par- like you like are doing something like you do dishes or some shit you're doing your chores yeah. and the ki- parents never want to say thank you they're like I'm not going to say thank you for you doing something you're supposed to do and then the, and then but then they want like Mother's Day and Father's Day gifts <laughs> like you're supposed to do that <laughs> my mom's calling right now <laughs> should we cut you want me to put her on sure let's do it let's do it hey mom can you do your podcast I'm, I'm in the middle of it right now you're on the podcast oh hell yeah <laughs> We were just talking about you. Oh, shit. You're talking about how I wrote the checks to the pizza for the pizza and shit? No. (laughs) (laughs) They're laundering business. You can't tell people that on the radio and shit because the police. No, I'm not going to tell people that. (laughs) You're... You're... you're This podcast is uncensored, No, you're definitely... You're screwed. um, yourself arrested. Yeah. We're already firing up police port. Person, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> if they want to go back to Lincoln, Nebraska back in, you know, 2006, we can do that. Yeah, when you were <laughs> when you were writing bounce checks. Yeah, it was like Valentino's Pizza, Little Caesars, whatever Just to feed my bounce kids. Checks to feed kids. <laughs> Miss Doozy, I want to say your son is very talented. Thank you so much. Yeah, he's a very talented <laughs> individual. came from my vagina. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that happened. I'm glad it didn't happen another yeah. way. Out of the He's a good kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll talk to you later, doozy. I'll call you after. 
Okay, love you. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah, my mom's not censored either. She has no filter. That's fucking awesome, man. <laughs> That's where I get my humor from. Uh, that was spontaneous. I like that. Yeah, that was great. That was great. Random call in the middle of the parent. She felt it. She felt an energy. I was shit talking. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think we've ever actually ever let that happen on the podcast before. What? A uh, phone like, call? like a phone call. Yeah. That's awesome though. Yeah. Like um I you know, I listened to a podcast the other night where they did like one of the guys was on the phone and like you couldn't even tell. That is like the beauty about podcasting is you could really like do like a whole I don't yeah, I don't wanna yeah, I don't ever wanna answer the phone. That's why I asked <laughs> you You want me to? <laughs> I would have ignored it. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I believe in like we're here. Yeah, we were talking about my mom, so I was just like, <laughs> "That's a good little." Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I do appreciate that, man. Uh, I, I felt really bad. There was this, uh, um, the uh, the governor libertarian candidate, actually Rick Stewart. Uh, he was on the podcast like three, four episodes ago, mm-hmm. but like his phone, his phone was just kind of like you know going off, and like I don't know, like sometimes I like I I like don't have the heart, like I didn't have the heart to tell him either because like I, I I don't know. Like he's an older guy, so I didn't know if he would be like if that would be like a whole like thing. Like, oh, how do I, you know? No, it's no, it's fine. We'll, <laughs> we'll throw the phone. We'll get it out of here, man. It's fine. No phone. Uh, I had a motherfucker come in here one time with a laptop. <laughs> he like had his laptop out. Are you I, doing a podcast? Yeah, too? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Two podcasts in one. Man. He's recording the episode for himself. He's going to leak it. Like, I know you're not going to post this for a week. <laughs> I'm going to check it out. I'm going nah, to, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, man. Um, I've, I've kind of going back to like um, old politicians and such. Uh, do you think Biden's going to make it to 2024? No. <laughs> I don't either. Like death? Yeah. No, he's probably going to die. Yeah. How, how, much longer already, do you, how much longer do you think he has? A year. A year? That's that's even a lot. He's I would forgetting a lot of shit right now. I don't, it might be like seven months, honestly. Dude, have you seen the? I, I'm not like wishing death on him, but I'm just no, no, looking at the at statistics all. wise. Yeah, yeah. Well, have you seen the clips of him like, uh, like shaking hands with the visible people and like wandering? That's what and, I'm saying. Like that motherfucker does not know what's happening right now. Yeah, that's why I said, why are we we're putting old ass people? Like, come on, bro. <laughs> Trump too. Yeah, yeah. Well, Trump's, Trump's old as hell. He's he's like seventy some, ain't he? Yeah, yeah. I think he's like only like a year shy of Biden. Yeah, I mean Biden's just like in worse shape. Yeah, I mean Trump has his cognitive issues definitely, but I think it's he's clearly more there than Biden. At least I think I think we should like only people who are like pre colonoscopy should be nominated. <laughs> what is like colonoscopy is like fifty. <laughs> I think that's like when you get your like main one when they're really checking you for like ass cancer and shit like that. But it's, I think pre colonoscopy that's a good timeline. Yeah, it would it would be kind of interesting if they like uh, implemented like a because they have a minimum rule. Like why won't they implement a maximum rule? Man. You know, like why do you? What's why, the minimum right now? I think it's thirty five. That's never happened. Maybe 35 or 38. Who's been 35 in a president uh, recently? I, recently, nobody. I think the... Well, see, Obama was like 50, right? Yeah, he was older. Yeah. But I think the, I think the last youngest president we have is JFK. He was like 40. And I he got shot. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, the last president to go against the CIA, man. Man, he was... 
No, he was trying to. That's the thing. He was, he was trying to help a lot of people. I, I'll give him that. I, I, I uh, I'm big on history. I like yeah, history class. Yeah. So well, I know like the wars. I'm big on those. I'm big on everything that happened within that, and so I'm okay. just. Yeah, man. JFK, man, not a bad guy. He, he, I think JFK was the last true president. Um, like he, he was very, like he was very libertarian minded. Like he didn't want, like. He, unlike any other president he did not want us to be involved overseas like he stopped the whole the whole thing in uh the bay of pigs in cuba mm. like he prevented that because he was like no we're like we don't want to do that like mm. th- that's none of our business and like yeah like, it's like i said like he was the last president to go against the cia and all these you know government entities and yeah they it's like the, the they just had the, did it exactly like well they just had the aut- they revealed the autopsy with uh if I don't make I'm okay, that. right? Yeah. Well, the government, yeah. But I mean, everybody's known think, that. But yeah, I think I think a lot of I think a lot of the black community knew that. <laughs> I think we knew that. <laughs> Just like Malcolm X, all of them, man. Yeah. Tupac, yeah. same difference. <laughs> I don't, it wasn't Biggie, bro. I'm telling you, it wasn't Biggie. It wasn't Puff. It wasn't Suge. It was the government, man. You think the government was killed speaking, Tupac? He was speaking, man. Damn. He was doing the same thing that like MLK was doing, but no, more like Malcolm X because he was more like yeah, of a. Yeah. Um, you attack me, I'm attacking back. Yeah, yeah. Like he, I he was like the same. T- he was the rap Malcolm X. Hmm. Same difference. Biggie, on the other hand, I think he got shot because they thought somebody shot Pac in his camp. Mm. So I think Biggie, because Biggie wasn't really speaking on all that shit. Biggie wasn't a a voice like that. He was just like he was a rapper. So I was like. I mean, that's just my opinion, man. Everybody can choose what they want. You can pick how you how you think it played out. Nobody yeah. was there, but that's just my theory. That's interesting. I haven't heard the theory that he was assassinated by the government. Bro, I mean, Malcolm X was. Yeah. You think by the government? Yeah. Hmm, interesting. The government, but I think the government hired somebody. Because <coughs> it was a black dude who shot Malcolm X. Well, it was the... He just did... It would be no reason for that dude to do that. Yeah. Well, it was the... Because he was part... He was associated with some. I mean, this is me just watching the movie. So, <laughs> the Malcolm X movie. Yeah, yeah, but because he was associated with, if I remember correctly, he was associated with some, um, like religious, like type of group, right? Muslims. Yeah, I think it was Muslim. He was, yeah, he was Muslim. Yeah, and I, then that was the consp- that was what they well, thought. He agreed was that, with the Black Panthers. Yeah, and the Black Panthers, like they, like government was big on stopping Black Panthers. Mm. So I just think. I see. So you think it's more likely that? I think, man, I'm telling you, man, it's it's just weird how it adds up. I don't know. Hmm. If you just look back at it, man, and how they spoke, and then, like, all the people who spoke like that, whether it was Malcolm X with aggression or MLK with love, mm-hmm. he was more of like a, I just want everybody to be unified, and Malcolm X was more of a, we're going to be fucking unified or we're going to fight yeah. back. Like, that was... Either way, you flipped it. They didn't like that. Then, so I mean, I I don't know. I think it was the government, man. We'll never know unless the government, yeah. unless somebody admits to it. Yeah, and that's kind How of. Do you not solve a murder? <laughs> like Pac, yeah. they still don't know who shot Pac. Yeah, well, they probably didn't care. You know, I mean, like you still don't know after yeah. this many years. Yeah, I don't think I don't think because he died in L.A. Right? Oh no, it was Neva- it was Nevada. It was, it was wasn't it in Vegas? It was Vegas. Vegas, yeah. Yeah. Was yeah, Vegas. I mean 
yeah i mean that was what the early 90s i don't think they mm-hmm. probably cared about black rapper Man. getting shot they they probably didn't look into it too hard <laughs> somebody else got shot around that time bro i forgot who it was but somebody else got shot around that time too like it'll, it'll, it'll pop up in well biggie head. i mean both of them got shot within i think a year right it was like right it was they like back got to shot back the same way too yeah yeah in a moving car yep like what do you i don't know man it's fucking weird it's weird it's a strange thing man yeah but i I mean i guess going back to like the stuff with you know with the with the presidents and all like Mm. you know going against the cia like i think that's where you know i think trump really failed in that aspect there there's a there's a joke by uh fuck i can't remember the comedian but he has um he has this joke where like the you know they take the pre- the CIA takes the president to a back room and then they show they show a different angle of the JFK assassination and then the Trump just turns to them or the the president just turns to them and is like okay what do you want me to do next <laughs> bro i think that's what happened to trump i think trump trump had all this talk that he was going to do all this shit and then you know they cut his balls off you got the you got the hand up the ass making the yep, mouth talk. Exactly, You're exactly. Yeah, he. I, I, Obama too. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I just oh, want to make it clear 100%. that I'm, I'm not a black activist or nothing like that. I'm just really. Like, no, you have your you, you, you have your opinions. I'm, I feel like yeah. I'm morally correct, man. I just feel like <laughs> I'm morally correct and like Obama too, man. Obama no. too. He did not. I don't feel like he controlled anything. He's just a face. No. Everybody's a face. Obama brought a face for change. So everybody voted yeah. for him twice, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. twice. Yeah, I mean, I think Obama honestly did a lot of fucked up stuff. I yeah. mean, I, I Obamacare was a disaster. You think he decided that though? Decide what? You think he picked those things like Obamacare? Uh, I mean, like, like, what do you mean? Do you think he had people that the, that think, pushed we, him to do that? We talked about government, yeah, and how I think the government is mm-hmm, Rothschilds sure. and all them. Yeah, yeah. Like that I they feel had like more they control everybody. So like when you say Obama's the face of the of the movement that they're doing. Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna call it Obamacare because he's your president. Yeah. I don't I don't He was the face for sure. Yeah. I mean like if somebody's if somebody's saying like, yo, we're gonna get you killed if you don't talk, like we want you to talk. Mm-hmm. I think it's deep, bro. I really do think it's deep. I don't know, man. There's a lot of conspiracy theories and there's a lot of valid things, man. A lot of valid things that that back up um the like the government running things it's been talked about forever yeah you can go on the internet and type in random shit like cia agents who like committed suicide and left death notes that was talking about how fucked yeah. up the government was like i don't know man there's there's a lot of stuff man there's a lot of crazy shit um uh, my uncle served in uh we have him on the podcast like 10 episodes ago or something uh and he talked about when he served in uh you know overseas during iraq Mm -hmm. and like i mean there you know he wasn't like a high-ranking military person by any means but i mean he even has stuff that he can't talk about you know just being in the army just being a a, you know whatever he was in the army yeah they They done some stuff man they done some pretty they done some shady shit that's bro and it's like (laughs) what is that movie bro um, D-Day, I think it was. Maybe D-Day. D-Day. With Tom Hanks. Oh, uh, Saving Private Ryan? No. Okay, so then it wasn't D-Day. D-Day is a whole different one. But it's the same. Saving Private Ryan is the same World War Two. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with Germany. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But uh, no, but D-Day is when they went onto the beach. Mm-hmm. 
they arrived on the beach and there's fighting and shit. Uh, but there was a scene on that where they, uh, two uh, American soldiers, uh, these uh, two German sh- soldiers were in a fucking pit uh, or bunker, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, like a little trench. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the American soldiers came above them or whatever and they uh, put their hands up like this and then dudes are looking at each other and they just go, bah, 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 shoot mm-hmm. both of them like... <laughs> No, you're supposed to like you're supposed to like capture the surrenders mm-hmm. or whatever. But yeah, they really shot him, bro. I feel like a lot of fucked up shit like that happens, man. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just a testament to humanity too. You know, I think like I think when people are put in positions like that, they uh, they get very one track minded. Plus, like the German, like you gotta understand, like the drafts were the same, bro. Like it's like when you mm. when you it's a draft. You got send a letter, bro. You gotta go, and like even if you don't believe in the fight. Yeah. That you have to go. Or if you don't go, which people haven't, Muhammad Ali, for instance, was sent a draft paper and didn't go and went to jail. Was locked up in jail for not not going uh fighting the war. Yeah, it's fucked which, up. Which that was a big statement by him. Yeah. Muhammad Ali's goat, man. But uh <laughs> he's the goat. But uh okay, yeah. Okay. It's just Yeah, man, that's crazy, man. It's like Yeah. When I saw that scene, like that's I, like, think intricately about it like that. I'm like, yeah, they might have not even agreed with the war. That might have been why they surrendered so easily. Yeah, yeah. Like, why are we fighting for this? Yeah, well, and people easily forget that. I think people very easily, like, cast the entirety of Germany under the Nazi regime. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that really wasn't the case. I mean, they lied to a lot of their people about, like, what they were doing with the Jews. Like, you, you see pictures of, like, ger- like Germans, like, walking out and seeing the camps and all the bodies. And they're, terif- they're like, the, mortified. The camps were away from civilization. That's what yeah. you don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. people didn't see that. And, like, uh, there was a lot of Germans in the camps, too, mm-hmm. for resisting. Yeah, or for yeah. harboring Jews and gypsies and yeah, black yeah. Pe- some black mm-hmm. people. Yep, like, black people got uh, a lot of black a lot people. Of, a lot some of there's like French black people and shit like that. Mm-hmm. There's still black people, but like, but France is right there. <laughs> They're so. not real black people. Yeah, you're not black. black. <laughs> the France black. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> French fried black. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, a charred French fry. <laughs> Bro. The French fry got left in the oven too. Bro, bro. That's it. Wee wee. Oh, bro. That's just so yeah. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. But by that's the way. <laughs> bro. That's yeah. No but, no, but seriously, yeah. No, like, like there was a lot of Germans in the camps too, and like. uh yeah, and like people, Germans trying to break out Jews. Like, there's a lot of background stories to that shit. And like people, like you said, they cast all of Germany as like, okay, there's like a big fucking swastika on you now. Mm-hmm. Like, no, there's a lot of people trying to help people, and th- that's why they ended up in the camps. Yeah, well, it really, it really comes down to like, uh, you know, like going back to government. Like, it, how easy it is to like acquire foot soldiers. And like not to give them credit, like and that that because that's like a thing that really you know kind of irritates me about like the whole like argument for cops. They're like, oh, they're doing good things. They're you know they're automatically good person because they're serving the state. And it's like that that's not necessarily the case. No, like uh, the Nazis were serving the state too. I mean they they truly believe what they were doing was right. I just some of them you know not talk to. I just listened to one of your older podcasts Hmm. when you had a cop on. Oh yep yep. I watched that on TikTok and. I don't personally. I don't hate all cops. I'm yeah, not like, yeah. 
I'm not like a you speak for everybody type deal. Sure, sure. Then again, when I hear certain shit, mm-hmm. like my mind's like, hmm, like yeah, yeah. I have opinions, so it's like yeah, yeah. No, nah, I heard him talking, and he had said something about um, like you were like, what do you want to say as a cop or something like that? You like and to the people or something. And he was he was like, yeah, we're human too. Something uh, something like we're human too, and uh. Like we're not. What do you say? We're not treated like he said. We're not. We're not treated. Uh, people don't think we're human, innocent, or something like that. Yeah, and I didn't think that was valid. And the only reason I didn't think that was valid was because I feel like if you're not openly taking a stand against like police brutality and stuff like that, mm. you're a part of the problem. Mm. You're on like you're. It's like being hush hush on it. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's like yeah, yeah. I just like like just like people back when fucking slavery was happening. Mm-hmm. If you didn't look and go, okay, these are people. Like, what the fuck are we doing? And you were just quiet and moving around. Like, you didn't take a stand, bro. And you're a part of the problem. You're not as big. Like, you didn't own slaves, but you're still not helping the case. You're making it worse because you're not taking a stand against it. So, I don't think I don't I don't think a lot of people think cops is not humans. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what it is. I think it's like a. I think it's like a, a when people do like the Blue Lives Matter. And shit like that. It's like, blue's not an ethnicity. Yeah, it's a job. That's a job. You yeah. put on a uniform, and then when you take off that uniform, you're not a cop right now. Mm. You're at home chilling with your family. Nobody mm, knows you're a, a cop. That's a good point. That's a good point. Like, nope. Like, you can't take off skin. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. So I'm like, no. I don't. That's why I just didn't agree with that part. I do agree that violence isn't okay. Yeah, yeah. I do agree on that. But that's like a both sides thing, you know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. like that's something. I don't feel like it's ever gonna. I I don't feel like it's ever gonna change. It needs a big change. Like that's why riots and shit like that break out, and mm-hmm. like the riots of L.A. and shit like that, bro, was police brutality. Like Rodney King yeah. got beat and shit like that, bro. It was like same difference. Like then they're like, you shouldn't be rioting and some, but like they like I said before, you don't look at what happened before. Yeah, you always look at. Wow, they're rioting. Mm-hmm. I think it, I think it really comes down to like a misguided view on like thinking that like, well, I think the thinking is like, well, there are some flaws in the system, but overall, it's still good. Yeah, and I like, I just I don't agree with that. Like, look at the flaws. Look look at the flaws. That's what mm-hmm. you need to look at, and what these flaws lead to. Yeah, yeah. Like, a flaw is like, I don't even fucking know. You have a cop drinking on a job. That's a flaw. If he's not doing anything but he's drinking, you shouldn't be drinking. That's a flaw. Mm-hmm. But, like, taking lives and, like, I don't know, shooting people because their taillight was out and shit like, like, random shit like that, bro, is like, okay, that's not a flaw, bro. That's, like, that's like a big issue, bro. That's, like, I don't know. I, I, I just feel, I think I'm the type of person who's, like, when it's logic, like, I feel like everybody else should see that that's logic. And then when people don't see it's logic, now I feel like you're not a smart person. I, I don't know. I, that's how my brain just yeah. tears apart it. Like no, I hear I hear what you're saying. Um, and you know, like listening back on that interview, that I definitely don't agree with everything he said either. You um, don't. You don't. But nobody agrees with everybody. I exactly. Exactly. No, I well, and that's that's kind of like the thing about this show. I'm kind of self-critical about this. I think maybe a little too much, but like, um, I do really try to like give people a platform and give them so give them the chance to speak. And, you know, especially like with somebody like my uncle, I don't necessarily want to be there, like, combating him the whole time. No, right. You know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I do agree that, like, um, I do think, like, a lot of the things that, that uh, 
that police do are things that shouldn't be legal in the first place. I think it's um, cool that people come up and speak their opinion. Yeah, I do yeah. think that's brave. Same thing with music. You go on stage, that's brave. You're just sharing your art. You're sharing your opinion. You're sharing whatever. But, I mean, opinions aren't facts. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Facts are facts and statistics are statistics and like the, everything else like that. Yeah. Well, it is kind of a scary time we live in now, though, how, like, the the line between fact and fiction seems to be blurring a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is, like, on the days, these days and age of the internet and information, it is kind of hard to, like, figure out what is legitimate information and what's, what's not. Yeah. No, definitely. And, and media is, media is just social media. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. That's the main media, like... Who do you know really fucking watches Fox News? <laughs> like, who do you personally know who turns on Fox News? Um, Who's not in their 80s? Yeah, right. <laughs> or even KCCI. Like, if I see KCCI, it's because I saw it on Facebook. Yeah. I think my girlfriend's dad still watches CNN, sadly. Which is, I mean, he, he's <laughs> he's part of a, he's he's one of the last standing. <laughs> last standing he's fighting the, the good fight, man. Dude, did you hear about CNN Plus? <laughs> <laughs> well, like a channel thing? Yeah, well, yeah. So CNN, um, for because they're because they're doing horribly. Like this last year, they've just been tanking. Uh, So their solution, social media. Yeah, exactly. So their solution was to take content that nobody wants to watch and make it exclusive. So you have to pay for it. And I actually I don't know officially what the state of it is, but it's not doing well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Disney Plus, CNN Plus. (laughs) Like, come on. What's your pick, man? <laughs> Do I want to watch these fucking, I don't even know, like this fucking war in Pakistan yeah. and fucking that probably we fucking went over there and antagonized, honestly. I, like, I don't, bro, I used to hate watching CNN in school when they used to bring it up on the projector and shit, but I used to be so irritated. I'm like, what the fuck? It, like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> the Clinton News What's that work? girl's name on CNN? <laughs> I don't like her face or her voice or what she says. It's the blonde chick, you know. I don't know. <laughs> fucking bob cut, whatever it's called. No, it's the main girl, like one of the main people on CNN, bro. She's just irritating. <laughs> the only people from CNN I know are Don Lemon and uh, Brian Stelter. Brian Stelter's a weird fucking guy. He's just got like a weird like, it's so yeah, so the vaccines are blah, blah, blah. You know? <laughs> just, he just has a weird mannerism. Just sometimes, man, just, some people just have like a... The way they just move and just how they carry themselves, like I'm just like, Ugh. yuck. Yeah, yeah, no, no. gotta be a little suspicious, bro. You know? Yeah, like what? <laughs> who is this person? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that is kind of one of the exciting things about the internet. And you might disagree with me on this, but like, I think, I think like, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing that we're seeing like things like CNN, and Fox News, like doing worse. I think they're, you know, despite there possibly being more misinformation, I do think it's good to like have more of an open um discussion platform kind of format you know like because there's something limiting about like just having a standard message like this is how it is this is the and then like you know and which is fine but like if you don't allow any kind of discourse it kind of decreases the validity mm-hmm. you know going back to elon musk like you know, yes, I think a lot of it is capital gain, but I do think that there's like this autistic part of him that's like, hey, like this isn't the way it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. and like I, I do think in a sense he does kind of want to change some of the extremism, this extremism and the bias. Like he does want like more openness. 
Yeah, no, I'd, whether or I'd not agree he's with it's good that Fox and like CNN are going down. Yeah, I, I agree with that because it's mm-hmm. like it's like I mean, if you think about it like this, right? Fox News, Fox News, news in general, a lot is fake as fuck. Okay, I, yeah. I just feel like it's fake as fuck, bro. Like, if somebody is living, like, if somebody is getting all their information from Fox, like, that's where you go watch that every morning, every night before you go to bed, and that's where you, that's how you're giving or like gaining your opinions and stuff on things. You're living in a whole different fucking world than what's yeah. happening. Like, you're living you're, in hell, bro. You're you're bro. <laughs> literally like, like you're like a crazy fucking person in your underwear <laughs> yelling in the front yard. Like you're. Like, you're probably stocking up on ammunition and shit. Like you're, <laughs> you're probably fucking... Bro, I'm telling you, man, because... You're cleaning out your all, eight. <laughs> that's all those main news channels do, bro, is yeah. they make you think that, bro, the fucking world... Like, the world is crazy. Don't get me wrong. Like, it, like there's a lot of crazy <laughs> shit happening. Like, But, like, as far as, like... Oh, like, we're about to get fucking invaded right now. Like, it's, yeah. we're not going to get invaded right now. I promise you we're not. I promise you. And, like, don't know if you've seen any of the other fucking wars that have happened, but... Technically, we won them. Just to be honest with you, we did win them. So people are a little bit hesitant on invading us right now. I'm just going to let yeah. you know. Don't get me wrong. There's people who will destroy us, and you need to you need to think about that because China will definitely wreck us. China will fucking do it to us, and Russia probably would help. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, yeah. Trump's not in office no more. He doesn't have his buddy his buddy with him. He's, he doesn't have the buddy system no more, or whatever the fuck that was. Uh, it was like. <laughs> I don't. I don't even get that. That shit was weird. <laughs> Trump gets in the office. He's like, you don't think that's weird? Like, right but, when Trump gets in the office, like now you're that's his friend. Well, I don't know if that was really. I think he was trying to. I mean, I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying anything. I. I it's definitely possible that Trump and Putin were friends. I'm not putting that past them. But I do think that it was more so to like. I think, and with Kim Jong Un too. I think he was trying to ease the tension. I think yeah. he was trying to he was trying to prevent nuclear war. Kim Jong Un is a fucking demon. Yeah, he's nuts. He's a fucking demon. <laughs> he's crazy. Yeah, but no. it, it is interesting though. Like, um, like when you look at like the potential of invasion, it's really not like a, it's not really like an on land attack like what people think. It, like oh. in the day and the age of the internet, people don't even need to do that to invade us. Mm-hmm. All they need to do is invade our minds, right. and that's what they're that's what they're doing. I mean, I think when you have like china and you know russia to an extent like you know having misinformation in you know social media like that is going to be more effective than like going on land and like doing an old 1950s style with you know guns or whatever mm-hmm. you know yeah sure you could nuke the fuck out of us it, but like that that attacks. ends bad that ends badly every time it's going to be plane attacks you think that, so i mean china russia like there's bodies of water there they're, yeah they're coming straight with planes drones yeah but that's the thing we have such a good air defense system that they would like we would we would see it like as they were starting because like did you see elon musk Musk talking about the drones no i didn't the interview no no he was like he was like it's so easy to go make a drone right now he's like i can make a Mm -hmm. drone that has facial recognition same shit that's in your phone have it recognize somebody let it float by itself to an address and as soon as it sees the face, it's going to blow up. He's like, so, he, and he's like, it's not expensive. Yeah. But it's Elon Musk talking about not expensive, but <laughs> fucking 20 grand. Well, probably, he's probably talking like relative to like the cost of like, you know, hiring somebody to go 
kill kill someone mm. you know what i mean like uh that's kind of like that's kind of the thing when you get into like the whole like gun and like bomb argument is like we're kind of focusing on old technology like they were literally i believe in 10 years of ground technology where there's gonna be a little nanobot with like little c4 plants in it and it's gonna be able to gee, like you said like facial recognition and just like go in somebody's ear and just blow boom. their fucking brain out boom like that's gonna be way easier than like taking a gun and like making noise five and, like, to ten years five yeah five to ten years bro easily it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be way different man it's the technology is around the corner Guns are only going to help you locally. Yeah. Because nobody, I don't see anybody in Des Moines getting a nanobot and blowing <laughs> And if they are, then those fucking guys are good. Kim Riles is just stocking up for the next for the next Black Lives Matter no, protest. She's, 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 Kim Reynolds is stocking up on liquor. She's stocking up on bottles for when she tries, for when fucking COVID comes back and she fucking... She wants to send everybody in the house so she can just sit there getting drunk and driving. Oh, she's gonna be sitting there. If, getting... if you if you don't know by now, I don't, I don't like Kim Reynolds. I don't either. I, I don't do not either. like her, and it's just because of how she is as a human. And yeah. she's drinking and driving, but then wants to fucking change drinking laws and like. Wait, she, was she actually drinking and driving? Was that thing that no, she's yeah, been she caught, got caught drinking and driving? Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, fucking, she was still the she was still here. Bro, fuck. Fucking bitch. <laughs> Bro, that, she, and like I said, I don't like dumb people. Like, really dumb. Like, just like, it doesn't seem like they learned anything in their life. I don't know how she got in the position she was in, honestly. It got handed to her. Really? It, it, like, Yeah, it was, uh, I think it was Brandstad hmm. um, got appointed by Trump to be the administrator to China. Um, oh, and then, she just, and then she, he just, yeah, placed her. <laughs> Fuck Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Right. All right. You, you guys have to deal right, with this kind. Grab the time. wheel drunk. <laughs> She's steering Iowa drunk. Yeah. That was so, and that was some bullshit during COVID, too. It's Kim's like, going to cancel me. <laughs> She's gonna, she's gonna catch this, bro. Just at her, just at her wherever you post this. I reached out to their office for an interview. I knew that. I knew that type yeah. of publicity, bro. Kim Reynolds. <laughs> let's have a, let's have a sit down. You know, I kind of thought about like going to a gun range with a with like a Kim Reynolds printout and oh, just like bro. doing like. <laughs> they're gonna fucking. They're gonna call fucking DMPD. They're yeah. calling DMPD. We're gonna have a live podcast. They got and, the like, clown ones get at the range, bro. You just grab the clown one. It's same difference. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> Just write Kim on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, man. I can't stand that cunt. Um, <laughs> but uh, gotta she, get an interview with her. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm tuning in heavy. <laughs> I'm sending in questions. Do well, it yeah, live. I, I would press her on pot for sure, man. Well, and that was like the that was the thing that was really hypocritical during COVID. Is like it was legal essentially to have a open container for whatever that you know nine to year long stint in public yep in public you could have it in public you could have it in your car you could get pulled over by a cop say i'm on the way from a restaurant that's to my home law. and they couldn't do anything that's the kim law because that's what kim does every day yeah she, she has open <laughs> bottles in her car <laughs> i went downtown bro when they were doing like right after it lifted right mm-hmm. and like they were still they like uh i think it was kind of a part of the covid thing kind of still but also, they had the downtown gated off also because of uh, some shootings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, they had the metal detectors and whatever. But people were walking all through downtown from bar to bar with drinks and shit like that. I'm like, bro, like, 
this shit's weird. It felt weird. I was I felt weird walking out with a beer. Like yeah, I'm like I'm not trying to get locked up tonight over some dumb shit. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, I personally, I'm not someone who even thinks like it's like as long as you're walking and not behind a vehicle, I don't even think that that's that bad. But the the hypocrisy is marijuana is still legal, and you're still throwing people in jail for that while you're letting people drink and drive. Like that's extremely hypocritical. Bro, I don't that think anybody who sold weed should be in jail. No, no, not Prince at all. Jail, whatever, bro. And like the the uh, open container in public, bro. If you're not like stumbling in the middle of the fucking street and like laying yeah. and like pissing everywhere on buildings and doing weird shit, bro. Then, yeah. Then you should be good, bro. If I'm just walking with a fucking Corona outside, bro, I'm cool. Well, yeah, and it, you I know, don't even get fucked up like that no more. Like that was like old and like. I try yeah. not to get fucked up like that unless it's like a special occasion. Yeah. Well, in reality, you know, if somebody was doing that in public, they like somebody would probably just fuck them up without like calling the cops. You know, somebody probably go straight them out. It. Like, yo, like there are kids it. here. Like, I've <laughs> seen it. I've seen, I've seen some people get their faces taken from them real quick. Man. Yeah. No, I saw. Yeah, I definitely saw. Uh, There's actually a guy I was. I didn't know him, mm-hmm. but I had a friend who was a girl. And we were hanging out when we, like, people used to scoop the loop and stuff like that. So scoop, we were, what is that? Downtown. Oh, oh. Like, they drive their cars and fucking go oh, around, like, grand. Oh, I see, Locus. I see, I see. They just go in this little whatever. And yeah, they call it heard. scoop the loop. Yeah, it's a fucking I think I've rectangle. heard that. Either way. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we were sitting on 12th Street or whatever by the Iowa University thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, uh, she was talking to this guy who, like, Rode a motorcycle or whatever. He just seemed like a douche to me. But he was just around or whatever. I was hanging out with my, a couple of my friends. And he was actually fake jumping out in front of cars because he was drinking. He was going, who, who? And they were, like, slamming on their brakes and stuff. This one guy, <laughs> he jumps out like this. And the dude, like, looks over at him. And I'm, like, a, I've been around. Like, my childhood was a lot of, like, bad, like, violence, bro. So, yeah, yeah. I know when somebody gives a look, like, I'm gonna fuck you up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, he, he pulls up down the street, bro, turns, parks way across this, like, grass field by the highway <laughs> thing. And I'm looking at, I'm looking, I'm watching the whole time, I'm like, damn, like, he stopped. And starts he starts walking across this grass field, bro. And it's like, bro, it's like 60 yards or 50 yards, bro, field. Just, and so, he's walking, bro, and I look over at the guy, and I'm like, He's a douche. I was like, I'm not even going to give him a warning that he's coming. <laughs> so I'm looking at him, bro. And he walks over, bro. He comes on the sidewalk. And he looks at the dude. And the dude's like this little skinny skinny white dude or whatever. And the dude the, the dude who came across was a big white dude. Like burly. Like yeah, he was, yeah. He was like at least 6'5", bro. He was Damn. tall, big. And he fucking, which, he shook up with the dude. He's like, hey, what's up, man? And shook up with him, and then out of nowhere, just like, boom. Just boom. And dude's legs kicked up, bro. Dude just walks off. Walks back to his car, bro. And dude gets up, and he's, like, fucking stumbling and shit. And he's like, like he's like, where do you go? I'm like, I'm like what the fuck are you doing, bro? No, that's no. He got he got checked real quick. There was no. It was just what's up, and then yeah, his face, man. Well, fuck. That's Des Moines for you, man. Like Des Moines has I just it was funny. Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> I, it's been a minute since I've seen somebody's legs kick up like that. It was a lot, <laughs> a lot of hand into the face, bro. I was like, yeah, Iowa definitely has this energy where, like, you know, to an extent, you better like keep your shit in check, or like somebody will fuck you up. You know, it happens, bro. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> I don't, yeah, bro. Some people are just, 
And you got to think, like, some people came from different places. Yeah. Dude, not everybody's even from Des Moines. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah. Well, I there's know a lot of people from Chicago. Yep. Well, I was just going to say that. A lot like, of my family. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, uh, I think it was like probably around the same time I moved, like five, six years ago. Like, there was a huge influx from Chicago because mm-hmm. of how cheap it was here. You yeah. Know? Plus, like, um, Southside has a lot of violence mm-hmm. of Chicago. Uh, yeah. So there's like a lot of uh, shootings and stuff over there. So. And my grandma had just moved here from Chicago, I think, a mm. year ago, mm. something like that. Like, I wasn't even; she didn't even want me to come visit her. <laughs> she said that the uh, the uh, people were gonna think I was Mexican on her street. Oh I got shot. shit! Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> but, hey, That's fucked up. Too. She's like one of those neighborhoods where, where like you wear a white tee when you go there. <laughs> so just so you're not like in the nothing, bro. She, she was like, you. She was like, they're gonna try to shoot you. And I was like, all right, man. <laughs> and don't get me wrong like i i always have protection but you're not gonna shoot up a whole street bro there's no way yeah there's no way you're fighting a whole street <laughs> i'm not dumb i'm not a stupid fucking person this is in gta 5 I know. <laughs> like i don't know how many shots you think you're taking but <laughs> adrenaline's not that powerful just wear a shirt i am not mexican I'm not. <laughs> bro bro black and white not mexican <laughs> <laughs> bro that's yeah no i think that's crazy though yeah that she was like no don't come <laughs> don't come don't come hang out here she's like you'll be sitting in the in, in the house the whole time like i wouldn't even be able to go get like fucking food or whatever bro yeah it's wild no it's wild over there man i'm not gonna lie Real yeah wild. that's crazy yeah i mean des moines des moines getting up there man in terms you of been hearing about the shootings <laughs> Oh shoot! I mean, I haven't heard about it recently. I know they were always rising. No, there was there was literally just a shooting. Uh, well, there was a shooting like a week ago, or something. I think somebody, and then somebody, I think, just got stabbed in their stomach in a apartment hallway. Goddamn! Yesterday, a dude was driving down uh, par- uh, Army Post and was uh, trying to hit bikers and cars on Army Post. Yeah, bro, people are getting wild out here, man. Jesus, you know though, I think. I think a lot of that's just to be expected with growth of a city. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think people like because my parent, my family lives out in like West Des Moines, and there's plenty of crime out there too. But they're like they're always really apprehensive about me, like kind of living like on the south side, like near downtown, because they, they kind of have that to. like they had kind of have that like that judgment about it. Uh, but I don't know. Like I always kind of view it like with growth of a city comes growth of like the lower income and the crime like that's just kind of like a natural thing so everybody's kind of freaking out about the crime mm-hmm. but they're forgetting the fact that like this place is really growing i'm from Southside des moines yeah so this was where like i was mainly grew up in the mm-hmm. nebraska yeah so, yeah and then i came back to the south side so i mean and i was on the south side in lincoln nebraska too like it was always just the south side so <laughs> and like it was it was like the same out there as it is here like we're like yeah you got fucking drugs you got mm-hmm people shooting you got all this stuff so yeah it's everywhere i don't know it's probably not okay but it's kind of normal to me like my girl like my girl didn't grow up on like she didn't grow up on the south side or nothing mm. she didn't grow up around all that stuff yeah so she's like <coughs> anytime there's a shooting like she's like oh my god somebody just got shot over here and i'm like yeah <laughs> <laughs> i believe it man yeah yeah well i've even i think even my views change not view but like i feel like i've kind of you do kind of like grow a stomach for it yeah 
Because I grew up in a uh, small town Iowa. That's still sad. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, definitely. Like, that's fucked up. Yeah, but, definitely. But like, you can't, you can't let it phase you like that. I'm not that. surprised. Exactly, exactly. Like one time, I was, I was driving through downtown and I saw a guy like pass on the sidewalk. I'm pretty sure he was dead. Mm-hmm. There were people like looking around. Oh my god, like calling. And it's like shit. Like that's pretty fucked up. But yeah. you just, I mean, that that's just if you want to live in a city, you gotta get used to that. Yeah, man. Like if you're gonna be the person that's gonna see one fucked up thing and you're gonna lose your shit, like I can't like do it, then city's probably not for you. The only thing that's not like normal to get used to, like if you uh, you ever been shot at, shot at? No, no. That's yeah, you can't get used to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's (laughs) not at all, bro. You you can get used to like, damn, I saw somebody like get popped or something like that, but like getting shot at, bro, is like not something like you're like, (laughs) yeah. Fuck another Friday. <laughs> bro, like, there's no fucking way. Just on your way to work. Like, yeah, you, you are fucking insane, bro, because that shit's wild. Especially if you hear it. Yeah. You hear tink, tink on cars and shit. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah, uh, it's. No, it's not cool. <laughs> it's not okay. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like we, you know, we hear gunshots here too every once in a while. I'm like, I always so, think so, about so. that. Yeah, that I, my, um, my girl was over here, or she was here alone, uh, like a week ago, and she thought she heard some guy like outside, like trying to open the door and shit. We had it locked, so it was all good. But, um, but yeah, man, like it, it is kind of freaky. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I do, I, I don't want a firearm, but I do kind of think about getting one. Um, you don't say that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say that you had guns. <laughs> I was gonna say it, bro. I was gonna kidding. Plug you. He has them. I got three AR-15s right, right behind him here. Yep, right. Yep. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> don't, don't come here. <laughs> no, but uh, no. I was really about to plug you in. I'm like, yeah, he is. That was a crazy, crazy big shotgun you had by the door over there. <laughs> Man, shit. Especially on the south side, you can't tell people you don't have a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what we'll he has kitchen knives <laughs> i don't need a gun i got a fucking i got a bat a bat no i don't have a bat <laughs> what do you what i got my dog man he has pins and shit over here there's pins i stab you i feel like the joker bro. i fucking <laughs> bro you're getting stabbed I think that's worse than shot. I'm not gonna lie to you. Stabbed is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. How it drags out and everything. Mm. Yeah. She, I mean, shooting probably you know depending on where you get shot probably drags get out. A too, but. Get a gun. Just get yeah. a gun. You definitely gotta get a gun now. Have you just said that on the podcast? <laughs> go, go get you a shotgun, bro. All right. By the time this episode airs, we'll have a gun, bro. You're now, gonna so. just get a shotgun, bro. You can get one for like 250 bucks. Yeah. See, my problem is like I I have mental health issues. So like oh, I, that's you're, always been you're kinda, concerned about that. Yeah, so I, that's always what's made me hesitant about g- g- mm-hmm. getting a firearm. No, not no. like I'm I'm not like a suicide person, but like you know you don't want to get low and then that's exactly. an option. It, it, mm-hmm, exactly. No, yeah. I understand that. Yeah, no. Yeah, who knows? Maybe someday I'll get some exploding nanobots and they'll they'll do the <laughs> trick. <you know? laughs> no, then you get low and use it on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> You recognize your own face? He's like, are you sure you want to self-destruct? Just <laughs> fucking kill me now. <laughs> just, <laughs> just swallow it. <laughs> popping four of these babies. <laughs> fucking really good <laughs> blow up. <laughs> Whoa. The Five, big, the big four. ending. 
Bro. Shit. Imagine how confused your neighbors would be. There's kids right there. (laughs) If you did it in here, man, and they see, fuck. That's their whole life ruined, bro. They're never forgetting that. Well, don't don't live on the south side. (laughs) Talk to your parents. They thought it was a nice neighborhood. (laughs) Stop. Get some help. No, really though. Uh, rare doozy. Uh, we're about an hour and a half. I think this is a good place to wrap up. Okay. Uh, what uh, what do you want to tell me before we wrap up? Where can people find you? Oh, okay. Um, look me up as rare doozy anywhere. R A R E space doozy D O O Z Y. Um, also, real quick. Um, album rarity out. I know he said that earlier. Rarity mm-hmm. by Rare Doozy. Check it out. Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube, Pandora. Go check that out um, if you use Pandora. Um, and then uh, I have a tour coming up in August, Pray on the Week tour. Uh, it's a week It's a week tour. <laughs> You'll get the pun when you go listen to the album. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and then uh, I'm working on a mixtape right now, Inner Flame. So, uh, yeah, so shout out all my guys on the album. Shout out everybody supporting me. Keep supporting. Thank you. Fuck I appreciate yeah. it. What? Excuse me. What are some of the places you're going for the tour? Um, we will be in Wichita, Kansas, Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Springfield, Missouri, uh, and New Haven, Indiana. I think. Oh wow! Yeah, really branching out. I like it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to Ninety Three and Alive Records. That's who I'm partnered with. Ooh, fuck so yeah. that's who's uh one of the plugs on the tour. So. Yeah, I cool. appreciate y'all. Cool. I'll have to reach out to them, see about giving them on the podcast because I've seen them collaborate with a couple different people. I think. What are you? Uh, what are you doing? <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. <laughs> Why am I talking? <laughs> we get too comfortable. Schedule stuff on here. Yeah. yeah, you forget that there's mics. We'll you know. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, hi- I, I we'll put the link in the description. I highly recommend go listen to Rarity by Rare Doozy. Um, seriously, like pro- probably. I, I'm gonna say it so far, best album of the year. Oh, I appreciate Moy. that. Fucking man, that fucking banger, lot. banger from beginning to end. You 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 got the formula down. Keep rocking, man. Thank you. All right, everybody. We'll be back in a few days. Uh, stay well till then. Peace.